And Moses took his wife uh -huh. and his sons. Slow down, slow down. Read, <laughs> read, read. And set them upon and donkey. He took his wife. He took his he, he took his his wife. He took his sons and set them on a donkey. Read. Uh -huh. And he returned to the land of Egypt and Moses. He went back to where he came from. Uh-huh. Right? Uh-huh. Read. And took the rod of God in his hand. Uh, that's the difference. He left Egypt running for his life. He went back to Egypt with the rod of God in his hand. <laughs> you cannot make a change if you don't make the change with God. If you don't embrace what he says. You cannot Make a move, my brother and my sister in Christ, mm -hmm. for the better until you embrace what God has already said. It's already, I will be with you. I will, go, I will never leave you. You have to embrace what God is saying. The new place where you're going, the new, see, in you, you won't change because you know that it can yeah. be better. Yeah. We, we, we look at countless movies. I can do, you know, the movie, I can do bad all myself. That's a revelation. Yeah. I can do bad all by myself. <laughs> the reality of that statement is I can do bad all by myself. I don't need nobody to, to help me to do bad. Yeah. I can do it all bye-bye. If it's bad, it's going to be bad. It's going to be at my own doing and not nobody else. Exactly. It's time to get out of cycles. Yeah. It's time to break strongholds, patterns, and lifestyle relationships that you've been dealing with that ain't that that leads you to the same old dead end. Same old, it just disguised differently. But at the end of it, it is nothing. Exactly. When are you gonna make the choice? When are you gonna do like Moses did and say, "Let me go check out this other side"? Mm -hmm. That's all it takes. And God said, oh, you want to check out the other side? Oh, yeah? Come on. That's the moment. Yeah. That's the moment, Trina. That, that is the moment. Look at Genesis 12, one of your favorite. Looking at Abram. And while you're turning that, let me read the rest of Hebrews, the 11th chapter. The 24th verse says, By faith Moses, when he was come to years, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter, choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season. That's what the choice has to be, my brothers and my sisters. You have to choose to not want to indulge in the pleasures of where you are anymore if you won't change. Mm -hmm. Choosing rather, excuse me, esteeming the reproach of Christ greater than riches than the treasures in Egypt, for he had respect unto the recompense of the reward. By faith he forsook Egypt, not fearing the wrath of the king, for he endured as seeing him who is invisible. It blew my mind because the scripture just said that Moses didn't fear the king, but he saw somebody. He saw God who is invisible. 
And see, that's what you got to do. When you're ready to make a change, you got to see beyond yourself. You got to look beyond Jimmy and John and Sassafras and Susie and Louise and Henry and your employer and your whatever it is you're looking to. You got to look past that. You got to look to the invisible God. Colossians 1 and 15 says, he who was the image of <clears throat> the invisible God created all things. You got to look to Jesus, the scripture said, who is the image of the invisible God. You want to change? You got to look to Jesus, who is the image. He looks like God. He carries himself like God. Everything he did was victory. So if I'm looking to the one who everything he did is victory, and I begin to line my walk with his walk, then everything I do will be victory. That's how Moses was able to do it. I don't fear Pharaoh because I saw somebody. I saw God. I saw him on the, on, on the top of Mount Sinai inside of a bush. He talked to me. Yes. Many of you have heard the voice of God and still stuck. Mm. And God is constantly reminding us, you remember what I told you. You remember what I said. You remember what I told you to do. Remember how I, how I comforted you last time. Remember? God is constantly reminding us that you heard me before. You don't need me to say anything new, he said. You don't need me to say anything new. All it takes is faith to walk this thing out, to, to walk out what I've spoken, to walk out of from where you are. It takes faith to move. See me for who I am and look at me as you're walking out. God, I don't know where I'm going to end up today. God, I don't know how I'm going to do it. God, I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. I don't know if I'm going to have the money to pay this, but I see you and I'm going to walk in you and I'm going to do what you said. I'm going to follow what you said do. I want to see what you say. I want to have what you say I'm going to have. I want to believe what you told me to believe. I want to see it all. Amen. Amen. All right. Genesis 12 and 1. Now the Lord has said unto Abram, Get thee out of thy country and from thy kindred and from thy father. Get up. Get out. You've been there long enough. It's time to go. Read. House unto a land that I will show thee. Mm. I mean, he didn't know where he was going. See, some of you been been looking for the land, and God said, "Just leave. Yeah. Just leave. Yeah. Excuse me. Just leave. And as you go, I'm gonna show you. Mm -hmm. Read. And I will make of thee a great nation, and I will bless thee." And make thy name great, and thou shalt be a blessing. That's the promise before he left. Yes. I'm going to do this. When you leave, I'm going to do this. When you leave, I'm going to do this. When you make the choice to move, I'm going to not just make the choice, but when you put action to your choice, because the choice is a fake choice, I'm going to do this. I'm going to show you. I'm going to reveal to you. I'm going to, I'm going to, I mean, read that one more time, starting at, um, the second verse, Genesis 12 and, and 2. And, and I, will, I will make mm -hmm. of thee a great nation, mm -hmm. and I will bless thee, and make thy name great, and thou shalt be a blessing. And, and I, will, I will bless them that bless thee, and curse him that curseth thee. 
and in thee shall all families of the earth be blessed. My God. So, verse 4. So Abram departed as the Lord had spoken unto him, and Lot went with him. Mm. And Abram was seventy and five years old when he departed out of Haran. Mm. Did you hear that? He left. Yes. But he had somebody with him. Uh-huh. Listen to this. That's the thing. Verse, verse, verse number five of chapter 13. Read. And Abram took Sarai, his wife. I'm sorry. Verse, chapter 13. Oh, 13. Yes. Next chapter. Verse five. Oh, okay. And Lot also, which went with Abram, had flocks and herds and tents. And the land was not able to bear them, that they might dwell together, for their substance was great, so that they could not dwell together. Read on. And there was a strife between the herdmen and of Abram's cattle and the herdmen of Lot's cattle. And the Canaanite and the Perizzite dwelled them in the land. Stop right there. Verse 7 said, and there was strife between the herdsmen of Lot and Abram. Mm -hmm. See, when you take, when God gives you the, 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 the word to go or change or make the choice, it's time for you to make the choice. It's, this is your last opportunity to make sure. You cannot take other people with you. He didn't say, bring Johnny with you. He didn't say move to New York City, but take him with you. That's not what he said. Because the people who you take with you going to end up being contentious. They're going to be the distraction. They're going to be the ones that's going to always make you want to go back. Mm -hmm. They're going to bring the environment that you just came out of back to where you're going. Wow. Because they did not receive the word. You got the word. Yes. When moving, you can't take folk which it is between you and only you to make the choice. Yeah. The brother I'm married, it is between you and only you to make the choice. You got to get on your knees and pray. You got to ask God, God, I know what you're saying, but this is not going this way. I need your help. I need your guidance. You got to seek him. You got to talk to him and you got to hear him. That's it. And then you have to obey what he says. Abram took Lot and having Lot proved to be the distraction that Abraham had mm -hmm. until they had to make a decision and separate. Wow. Verse 14 of chapter 13 says this, And the Lord said unto Abram, After that Lot was separated from him. See, prior to this, Abram had a meeting with Lot and said, Okay, you know, all this fussing and fighting, contentious that our herdsmen are taking place. I can't do this no longer. So I'm going to give you the choice. You pick this side or that side. Whatever side you pick, I'm going the other way. Abram was smart to allow him to do it because he already had what God said. God had already said, wherever you walk is yours anyway. So it's not about wherever Lot walked. Abraham was giving him a part of God's inheritance for Abraham. Yes. You can choose, and the Bible says Lot chose the green, the greenest part of the earth. 
but the part that he chose was where the evil um, other tribes were located. Yeah. The Canaanite and the Parasites and all the ites that were in the place. That's the land that Lot was committed to. But the Bible says Abraham went the opposite direction. And in verse, four, in verse 14 of chapter 13, God came and spoke something to Abraham, Abram, after Lot left. Listen to what he says. After that, Lot was separated from him. Lift, it, lift up, excuse me, let me back up. And the Lord said unto Abram, after Lot was separated from him, lift up now thine eyes and look from the place where thou art northward and southward and eastward and westward. For all the land which thou seest to, seest, to thee will I give it, and thy seed forever. And I will make thy seed as the dust of the earth, so that if a man can number the dust of the earth, then shall thy seed also be numbered. Wow. When you get rid of the stragglers, when? the people who want to hang on, the people who want to follow you, the ride and dies that you've been riding and dying with for the last five to 20 years and nothing had changed. When you get rid of all the stragglers, God will come and reestablish his original spoken word to you. As he did with Abram. He didn't change it. He said, now look, look north. Look south, look east, look west. All of it's yours. Wherever you set your feet, it's yours. But he would not have gotten that. See, this, this is what I'm I want you to understand. He would not have gotten this second reassurance mm -hmm. if him and Lot had not separated. That's how, how important making a choice is. You won't know what's on the other side of the choice until you make the choice. I know it's scary. I know it's challenging when you don't know where you're going, how it's going to work out, what's going to happen tomorrow. I know it's challenging. You, it, it is very challenging, but you have to make the choice in order to find out. Mm -hmm. That's it. You won't see it if you never move. You won't see how free you could be if you don't ever stop hanging with the folk you've been hanging with. That's true. Stop picking the same old kind of guys you've been picking. You will never experience the guy, the man that God has been preparing for you. Wow. You won't ever find that woman that God has been preparing for you hanging out with those who just You've been hanging out for the last few years and ain't nothing changed. You won't ever find a new job if you don't start looking for it. If you don't start preparing your resume. If you don't start making better decisions, you will never have better things happen in your life if you keep making bad decisions. One day you got to make one right choice decision. And then you're going to see what's going to happen. As a result of that right choice. And from that point on, you're going to want to make right choices from that point forward. Why? Because you saw that it created something different in your life. 
And that's what you've been craving. That's what you've been wanting. That's what you've been needing. It brought life to you. It brought it brought vibrance to you. It, it, it brought initiative and, and your mind started thinking different. You, you started feeling energy from inside. You started getting ideas and creativity started awakening inside of you because you decided to make a choice for once in your life. Well. You wrote the outline to the book finally. You even got a new title. Another book that came. Why? Because you made the change, the choice to do something different, to move from where you've been all these years, days, months, weeks. And all you've been saying is, God, I need an answer. God, I need an answer. God, can you hear me? God said, I hear you and I've sent the answers but you haven't made a move yet. Show me you have faith by doing what I've already told you to do. Show me. Mm -hmm. I want people, here's God, I want people who are going to do more than agree with what I say. I want people who are going to do what I see, what I say. I don't know where this scripture reference, but when I say it, you'll know what I'm talking about. If you be willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. Willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. My brother, my sister, it's about the faith walk. It's about a life that is exemplified by faith. Words and deeds. You hear the word, you believe the word, and you act upon the word. Mm -hmm. And you're going to see what the word said. I've seen it. We've seen it. My wife said at the beginning of this broadcast, since we began this series on the faith walk, we have encountered moments where we had to use faith. That we had to just say, well, God, you're aware of it, so I trust you through the rest of it. And I tell you, from from traveling to to where money was given to us, to the mechanic paying for part of our bills, bill to fix one of our cars that that needed some work done, offered offered to pay some of the bill. Didn't ask for it. But it was trusting God yeah. that God, if, if God saw this was going to take place, he knew this was going to happen. So obviously he was going to provide for it. And look at here. He provided <laughs> faith. I'm talking about faith, yeah. living faith. We ain't just teaching you stuff. We're teaching you from our experiences yes. because we want you to know that you can have this too. Yeah. You can do this too. It's not hard. All it. Shabbat, R.W. Shabbat used to say, you don't have any problems. All you need is faith in God. You don't have no problems. All you need is faith in God. Let me pray for you. Father, we come in the name of Jesus, giving you glory and honor for who you are. We thank you for this time and opportunity to share the word of God tonight. And we thank you for those who have tuned in, God, those who are listening to this broadcast. 
God, even beyond this day, God, that as a result of your word tonight, they too would begin to make the choice to make the move that you've been telling them to make for all these times. God, today will be the day that they will not look back, but they will look forward to the future in that that you have promised. You said hope that is seen is not hope. Hope that is seen is not hope. You say, but the just shall live by faith. That we walk by faith and not by sight. We the believers, God, help your believers, help your children, God, to walk by the eyes of faith and not by their natural eyes and what they see. To take on your word, to believe your word, to know that if your word says it, it shall, or if you have made the promise, it shall come to pass. And we thank you for it, Father God. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen.